Hey, this is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the MLM Success Podcast. If you're a regular listener to this podcast, you probably know that I have a real love-hate relationship with the network marketing business model. I absolutely love it for what it's meant for me in my life and the personal growth and development and all the things that I've learned, the people that I've met. It's been a magnificent adventure, uh, but I really despise what it's become. And I, I believe that all of you know that my loyalty is not to the network marketing business model, the business model itself. You know, I've consciously, intentionally stayed away from the good old boy and good old girls network marketing group. Uh, and quite frankly, I despise it. Uh, I despise it. Uh, you know, I get so tired of people spouting 30-year-old facts about how many millionaires are being created in network marketing. And again, I'll say that 30-year-old facts because the real facts tell us that interest in the network marketing business model has been trending downward since uh, 1995. And I just don't believe that putting our heads in the sand and talking about how great we are is a good business plan. I think we have to be true to ourselves and true to our people. I mean, we can all hold hands and sing Kumbaya and gas each other up because our facts are stone cold that we have a better way or whatever. And so all that is just something that I have consciously over the years chosen not to participate in. Uh, my commitment is to entrepreneurial spirited people. And I don't care if they're involved in network marketing or any other entrepreneurial endeavor. I want to support these people. And I know that network marketing is not for everybody. I know that most everybody can do it if the stars line up for them, but it, but not everybody can do it. And that doesn't mean that there's not a business model for people that have trouble communicating in network marketing. Uh you know, it doesn't mean that. But also, you know, I have to tell myself, Dale, there's every full-time network marketer, marketer that you've ever known. There was a time and place in their career when they had decided that they were done and that the business model was not for them. So there is a lot to be said with pers about persistence and being consistent. Uh, you know, personally, I've quit the industry three times over the past 40 years. But... If you are personally spending five to ten hours, focused hours a week on income generating activities to build your network marketing business, five to ten hours of focused income generating activities a week, and you've been doing that for six months and you've not sponsored anybody at all, then the odds are you should probably quit. And if you're a leader and you have people on your team who have been personally putting in five to ten hours of focused effort every single week uh, and they've not sponsored anyone as a leader, I believe it's your responsibility to let them know that they, maybe they need to pivot. Maybe they need to quit. You know, it's definitely time to find a different business model. Our time is the most valuable asset we have. You know, in my mind, 10 minutes wasted is 10 minutes wasted that you can never get back. My commitment, again, is to entrepreneurial, spirited people. And some of you listening need to quit network marketing. And many of you listening to this podcast have team members that you need to encourage to quit. Uh, I understand this topic is taboo, but I understand that. I know it's not going to be popular, but that's what we're going to discuss and talk about on this week's session of the MLM Success Podcast. Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people 
that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Prophet, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small-town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. You know, over the last 20 years, I averaged speaking at two events a month for 20 years. And I would hear over and over, and I would throw up in my mouth a little every time I heard it was someone in a network marketing company telling people to get in, plug in, and stay on auto ship and never quit. And that's the formula for network marketing success. Get in, plug in, stay on auto ship, never quit. And and not that that's not the formula or a formula for success. It is. But the problem is 95% of those spouting those words of wisdom, you know, didn't have a proven step-by-step sequential leadership development system for people to plug into. What are they supposed to be plugging into? You know, plugging into conference calls and random trainings with special guest speakers will never create duplication. Only systems create duplication. Uh, If you've joined the network marketing profession since the year 2000, I sincerely feel sorry for you. Uh, Everyone... uh, is is a product we all are we all as human beings are products of the cultures in which we are raised in this profession you know what the culture that we enter the profession kind of determines our path in this business and 95% of the team cultures in this profession today are more social clubs than they are real businesses you know and i've talked about many times from john kalich in the book, The Greatest Opportunity in the History of the World, is written in 91, 1991. And I can tell you from 1990 to 1995, uh, it's, I don't even think it's debatable. Network marketing was absolutely positively the greatest opportunity in the history of the world, as John wrote about. And people were getting out of the corporate rat race and finding this profession. And it was booming. Every company had story after story of people that had started, no background in leadership, no background in sales management, no background in sales, uh, got involved, got plugged in, got into the right cultures, and within three to five years were able to create total financial independence, leave their dead-end jobs, and and the industry as a whole was booming with every company, everywhere you look, the stories were real. And it was happening all over the world for many, many different people, for many walks of life, because the culture was a culture of of inspiring greatness, inspiring greatness, not catering to people's mediocrity. And, And the culture was, look, get in and work hard and learn and master your craft, master uh, uh, your skill sets, you know, create stronger mindsets and the upside potential for you and your family and the future that this, this can, this industry can make on you is unbelievable. And you know what? It was the truth. It was today. We look and we look at companies and it's like everybody's on what I call the MLM hamster wheel, just spinning and spinning and spinning. Uh, and, and it's just, it's, it's really sad to see such a booming, uh, business model that has become so delusional. And I realize that the network marketing business model has deteriorated, you know, down from a state of dissipation to, you know, really now just fear and delusion. And it appears to me that most people with leadership titles and companies, that their number one goal seems to just to be keep people on auto ship, uh, keep their team excited, and, and on auto ship one more month. I mean, that seems to be the primary focus. And, and just for the record, if someone is on a team, on a team in the real world, that means they're actually playing the game and participating in the team activities. 
you know, m- most team members are, are in the stands. You know, most people, they talk about their team. It's made up of people that aren't on the court. They're in the stands and, and cheering on the people that are, the few people that are actually on the court playing the game. I mean, making it happen, devoting the time, energy, effort into building their business. Most people that you consider team members, they aren't team members. They're fans. They're in the stands. They're cheering. And unfortunately, in some cases, booing, booing people on the court. I mean, there's very few actually on the court playing the game, just as a side note. But I want to talk to those of you that personally need to quit network marketing. I want to talk to you guys first. And I realize that not too many of these people listen to podcasts, but it's my hope that a leader may share this message with a few people on their team that really do need to just move on. So if someone cares enough about you to share this session with you, I hope you appreciate them and take this message in the spirit in which it's intended. Uh, if you personally have been focusing five to ten hours a week to build your network marketing business, personally been focusing five to ten hours a week building your network marketing business, doing the activities. I'm not saying spending five to ten hours a week on five different leaders, webinars, Zoom calls. I'm not saying that. I'm saying five to ten hours a week consistently uh, doing the activities to move your business forward, and you've not sponsored anybody at all in the last six months, you should quit. You should quit. There's a possibility, a, a small one, but there is a possibility that maybe you should pivot, and that's, you know, if you've just been fighting an uphill battle with you know, Shackley or Mary Kay or Amway or Mel Luca or USANA or any company that's been around, you know, 25, 30 years, then maybe, maybe it's just the fact that you're beating your head against the wall because you're definitely with, a, with an established company that everybody's already heard about. You know, the more credible the company, the less of an upside opportunity exists with that company. So there's a possibility you should pivot, but probably you should quit. You know, I was talking with a lady who's been with an essential oils company for six years. Uh, she has zero people on her team. None. Six years. But she said she's going to continue to plow away building her business and paying her annual distributor fee and get her auto ship because she loves the products. She believes in the products. And, and in her words, her upline is a wonderful lady. I had this conversation this morning. And I just asked her, I said, what do you think your biggest challenge has been building your team since you've been involved over the last six years? And she said, well, nobody in my upline really knows how to build a business, but we all have a wonderful supportive Zoom chats every week. And we're, you know, we're all encouraging and supporting each other. And, you know, I asked her, I said, did you join just to create a side gig income or because you love the products or were you hoping to create a full-time income? I mean, why did you get started with this company? And she said, well, definitely, you know, a full-time income. And she went on and told me she's been at two, five different company conventions and was telling me how great they were and how this company is full of people that are making a lot more with their business than she was making in her full-time job. And I would ask you, just kind of let's just back up a little bit. And if you were me and you were trying to help and support this person, what would you tell them? What would you tell them? She's been at the company six years, essential oil company, a big one, one of the two top biggest companies in that essential oil niche. Uh, she's been there. She has an upline, a lady that's not really doing anything, not making a lot of money, but she's a lovely lady or whatever she said. She's going to the conventions. She knows the, the full-time potential that others have been able to accomplish. And, I mean, what would you tell this person? If you wanted to honestly give this person true, heartfelt, honest advice, what would you tell her? Would you encourage her to just hang in there six more years? I mean, what would you tell somebody like this? 
And you know, let's and before I continue, I mean, I'm I'm going to take a five second break, and I think it's really worth your time if you're listening, based upon what I've just shared with you, and someone's looking for you for honest guidance. What would you tell them? So I told her, I said, ma'am, if your goal is to really build a full-time income and create the freedom and the lifestyle you see others living, then you absolutely positively must make a pivot out of your company. Out of your company. You need to find the right company at the right time in history and the right mentor. You have to do that. And I gave her the training uh, behind the MLM curtain. I said, go watch this. I think it will speak to you. And that, you know, for those of you that haven't seen it, it's at MLMsuccess.com forward slash uh, three, the numeral three dash secrets. And I said, go watch that because it's going to give you some insights that nobody else will ever talk to you about. And and I just told her, I said, look, essential oils, when they first started, it was phenomenal because nobody ever heard of them. But it's over now. You can go into any drugstore, health food store, and buy essential oils. And then, of course, they always want to get into, but our quality, our quality, our quality. And I said, that's not the issue. The quality is not the issue. The point is, essential oils, nobody had heard of them when these companies started. Today, they're mainstream. Everybody knows about them. And everybody knows you can pick them up. You don't have to buy them through an independent distributor. They can go on eBay and buy the product. They can buy the product on Amazon. They can go to, uh, again, health food stores and, and, you know, grocery stores are carrying essential oils at this point. So it's over, and you just have to accept the fact that 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 wave has already risen, okay? If you look and you go look at Deterra or Young Living or any of the other essential oil companies and you do the research, interest in those companies has been on a decline for about three, four, five years, okay? Why? Because you don't have to find a network marketing company to find your essential oils any longer, So if you want to achieve your full upside potential and give yourself a fighting chance to do that, you have to pivot. Uh, You don't need to maintain paying your annual distributor fee because you can buy all the products you want from your company on eBay at half of what you're paying right now wholesale. And again, she didn't like hearing any of this. She didn't, but it's the truth, and you guys know it's the truth. As Jim Rohn said, you have to care enough about people to tell them what they want to hear or what they need to hear, not necessarily what they want to hear. And I told her, I said, look, you can still be great friends with your upline, but to continue to try to be a business partner partner with this lady, even though she's a lovely lady, but continue to try to be a business partner with her makes no business sense it just doesn't okay if she knew what she was doing she would be at six figures and would have you on your way to six figure full-time income and i'm not saying she's not a great lady i'm sure she is and i'm sure she cares a lot and i'm sure you enjoy your weekly whatever you call it the chats the zoom chats but you're not going to build a business and not going to achieve what you want to achieve doing what you've always done. You know, what did Einstein say? Ignorance at its highest level is to continue to do what you've always done the way you've always done it, expecting different results. And again, I wasn't talking to this lady on the phone. It was all this conversation was through email, and I haven't got a response back yet, and I might and I might not, but I sent her to the three the three secrets video. And if she sincerely wants to get rid of her job and, and build a full-time team, a full-time income building a team, she is going to have to pivot. There's no question about that. And, and on my end, I don't know this person. So honestly, I don't know if she's just delusional, 
hanging out in a social environment and thinking she's building a business. I don't know if she's devoting at least five to ten hours of focused work every week doing income-generating activities. Uh, she might just be, you know, working five to ten hours a week and very focused, but just fighting, as I said earlier, an uphill battle, you know, because she's in simply the the wrong niche, you know, essential oils at the wrong time in history. You know, all the big incomes that were made in those companies were made in the beginning when nobody knew what essential oils were. They're not being made today, not by average people with above average desire. And then the other factor, and I don't think this is true based upon our communication through email, but her communication skills just might be terrible. Her business IQ might be nil. And, and, and when a person's communication skills are terrible and their business IQ is nil and they don't have any type of upline support structure system in place, then they're not going to, they don't have a chance in the world of making it. So again, I don't know what this lady's particular situation is because I'm not, I don't work with her regularly. First time I ever communicated with her. But if she's a lousy communicator, you know, that doesn't mean she can't get involved in a business that requires little human interaction and and do well. But network marketing is not going to be it. because And a lot of people try to hide behind their computer screen in network marketing. But if you're going to be a leader and if you're going to lead a team, then you have to be able to communicate with those people authentically not just hiding behind a computer screen. So I don't know that situation, but all of you, you know, I can tell you that if this profession is not for everybody, and if it's not for you, the sooner you realize that and focus your time, energy, and efforts elsewhere, depends on what you really want to accomplish. And there's a lot of different ways you can create, you know, extra income if that's your goal. If you're involved with a company uh, that's on an upward trend with a team where others are progressing and moving forward, and if you're personally focusing five to ten hours uh, a week on building your network marketing business, and you've been doing that for six months, and you've not sponsored anyone at all, you should quit and find another business. If you're involved with a company that's stagnant or on a downward trend, and nobody on the team you're involved with is really developing any new skill sets and mindsets or progressing forward, then maybe you shouldn't quit, but maybe you should pivot. And guys, it's really that simple. It's really that simple. So let me say this one more time, because this is really, for those of you that are questioning, is this business model for me? I've simplified it down to the best of my ability. Again, if you're involved with a company on an upward trend with a team where others are progressing and moving forward, and and that describes the North America launch team, our organization, perfectly. Got a lot of people moving forward, progressing every single month, getting stronger and better, uh, refining their skills and getting the right mindsets and work ethic and time management, and they're doing awesome. And, And you see it all around you. Others are progressing and moving forward. And if you're personally, if you personally have been focusing five to 10 hours minimum a week to build your network marketing business and you've been doing it for six months and you've not sponsored anybody, you should quit and find another business. You just should. Now, if you're involved with a company again that is stagnant or on a downward trend, Nobody on your team and your culture of your team that you're involved with is really moving forward or developing any new skills or mindsets or progressing, then you should probably pivot. And it's really that simple. Now, for leaders, I want to share with you an article that I actually did. It was just a blurb, a couple of paragraphs, but I did in 2007. So that's been several years ago. And you know, I believe it's just as important today 
to get rid of the wrong people as it is to keep the right people. That was a really hard lesson for me to learn in this business. And, you know, I, I tell people the only reason to sponsor someone is to eliminate them as soon as possible. Is to, that they're, they're not going to plug in. They're not going to go to work. The start stops most people. Uh, I, I just want, I sponsor them and I want to eliminate them as soon as possible because I, all of us, if you're going to get where you want to go, you have to find three people a year that want it as bad as you do. And in three years, you're a superstar. That's how you win this game. And I see so many people trying to motivate people, the wrong people at the wrong time. You know, I'm going to give everybody the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to support them the very best I can. I'm going to encourage them to jump in the pool so they can learn how to swim. But I'm not going to push a rope because you can't you can't push a rope. My old friend Jim DeVault used to say that. And as a team, you're as strong as your weakest link as a team. And, you know, how I help the right people activate is real important. Uh, getting the right people activated and getting the wrong people to quit is something all value-focused leaders are going to have to deal with. You know, I've got a team full of people that have tremendous upside potential that aren't doing anything right now. And a lot of it is it's ego. It's MOM ego. It's like I've been a traditional business owner and I've been in professional sales and I've had all this success. And and it's almost like they have a sense of entitlement that this should come easy for me because of what I've done in other business niches or different businesses. And that's not the way this works. This is a different game. It's not about you. Ultimately, it's about what can be duplicated by your team. And that mindset is something that many people have never had to deal with, understanding that. So there's all kinds of different reasons. But I have people right now that should be burning this up, but they're not doing They're not active. They're not consistent. Uh, you know, they, they talk the talk, but they can't walk the walk. And, and for some, it's time management issues. Some, thankfully, it's just life is happening right now. They've got some things that they're going through in their life, and when that straightens out, then I believe a lot of them will be running. But I, I, I can't control all that. And then I've got people that are just, you know, that are the wrong people that uh, that shouldn't be doing this. They should be doing something else. And being able to balance all that is part of becoming a leader. You know, I, and I do my best the very best of my ability. I don't sweep this stuff under the rug. I don't ignore a situation because ignoring it's not going to go away. I try to have authentic conversations with everybody on my team. Where are you? What's going on? Uh, and like everybody else, I've had some that have joined and then, you know, hung around for 30 days and then entered the witness protection program for all I know. And, and so that's just part of this game. But understanding all the time I spent with trying to find and locate people in the witness protection program is time I could be focused and spending with people that are after it. And thankfully, we've got dozens of people on our team that are after it. They're doing it. They're they're working towards their goals every single day, and they're getting better and stronger. And And those are the people that I have to focus on. But I understand for many network markers, it's just a big social club. It is. And a lot of people come from other organizations where it's been a social club environment to our team. And in our team, we say, why are you doing this? What's, what's, what are you passionate about? What goal do you have that you will not be denied of? You know, what are you focused on every day? Because I know you're focused on the work or the, or the work or your why. And we talk about a lot of things a lot of companies don't talk about anymore. And it's uncomfortable for people that have been just coasting along in a social club environment, you know, for years, delusional, thinking they're building a business. They come here because they want the structure of the teams, the franchise type approach that we provide. And then it kind of freaks some people out. And I get that as well. You know, trust takes time. But 
for me, I don't want a social club. You know, we're going to have a lot of great times together socially, but this is a business and I'm looking for the right people, the right time in their life and people that they can depend on me and I can depend upon them and, and we'll be in the foxholes together and we'll have a lot of great times, but it's not, that's not our fun is not our number one focus building a business is. I'm not going to try to entertain you. I'm just not going to do it. Uh, so if they want to be social, you know, my team is not the place to hang out. Neither is this podcast, which you guys know that listen to it every week. So I understand it takes a while to gain trust. It takes time for some people to work through their fears. And I'm patient. And I understand everybody has their own path. And I'm good with that. But But it is what it is. And to our own selves, we have to be true. So let me get into this article um, or this, I don't know if you could call it an article, but um, it's a short article. And again, this is way back from 2007, but I, and you can find it at MLMHelp.com. You can just type in MLM leaders need to learn from Sprint. Uh, MLM leaders need to learn from Sprint. And if you do it in the search box over at MLM Help, the access to the full article will come up. Uh, but it says MLM leaders need to learn from Sprint. Tell your downline you ought to quit. And that's that phrase, you ought to quit, is something I've been teaching for 25 years. You know, you ought to quit. You ought to quit. You ought to go find something else to do. So this is the article. It says, I love this. I heard this story on the radio on the way back to the office tonight. I just had to share it with you. For some reason, network marketers feel obligated to listen to the complaints of wimpy distributors who do nothing but dominate their time. Is this you? A lot of you listening to this podcast need to hear that again. For some reason, network marketers feel obligated to listen to the complaints of wimpy distributors who do nothing but waste their time. Is this you? You cannot build a growing, thriving, duplicating organization with distributors you have to constantly burp and diaper. It's fascinating to me to sit back and watch a group of baby distributors who never have and never will produce anything yank their uplines around like puppies on a string, as my dog barks in the background. Uh, for years, I've been watching, I've been teaching people that it's okay to tell these people, you know what, maybe you ought to quit. There's nothing that brings you down more and monopolizes your time like baby distributors. Please don't misunderstand me. I'm not talking about newbies. I am not talking about newbies. Newbies are going to have questions in the beginning that you need to answer, and that's normal and, and what you're looking for. Newbies don't stay newbies. Newbies don't stay newbies. But babies will always stay babies. I hope you got that. It's important to lead, guide, and direct your team. That job can be very difficult when you have negative distributors who have to call you every time Uncle Harry gets constipated because he took your product. A leadership lesson that I wish I had learned much earlier in my career is it's just as important to get rid of the wrong people as it is to keep the right people. Two or three of the wrong people can destroy the attitude of the entire team and monopolize your time. Congratulations to Sprint for letting people know you're off the team. And this is an article that I pulled from Back in 2007, this was actually June 29th, is when this article came out. And it says Sprint breaks up with high-maintenance customers. The squeaky wheel doesn't always get the grease. At least not if the squeaky wheel is a Sprint Nextel customer. On June 29, 2007, Sprint sent letters notifying some customers that their service would be canceled by the end of July due to excessive calls to customer service. I love this. It says, Our records indicate that over the past year we have had 
we have received frequent calls from you regarding your billing or other general account information, the letter reads. While we've worked to resolve your issues and questions to the best of our ability, the number of inquiries you have made to us during this time has led us to determine that we are unable to meet your customer, your, your current customer wireless needs. Therefore, after careful consideration, the decision has been made to terminate your wireless service agreement effective July 30th, 2007. And, and that was the, the, the basis of this, of this article. And then I had a link to the full, uh, press release or whatever it was. Uh, so, I, I'm not, I'm not saying this based upon anything other than it's, it's something that I've always believed in. Uh, if you listen to any of the trainings I've done over the past 25 years, you've heard me talk about you have to get to three to five people a month, three to five people a month to control your financial destiny in this profession. Uh, and three to five people a month and, and, you know, I recently saw a survey. Here's the survey, and it was on the state of the profession. Now, I, for, again, for 25-plus years, I've been trying to communicate, look, my job is to help you get your business launched correctly after you know why you're doing it. Because until you know why, the how doesn't matter, so we're going to help you create your top three, top 20 reasons for doing the business then we're going to teach you a specific way to get launched, get your business launched where you can attract some team members and some customers right in the beginning, your first 90 days, get it off the ground like an airplane, get it launched. And then after that, my responsibility is to give you enough lead generation methods where you can recruit if you will put your five to 10 hours of focused minimum, five to 10 hours of focused activity every week where you can recruit your three to five new people every single month and control your financial destiny. That's my job is to provide those tools for you, to provide the methods to help you uh, increase your skill sets, refine your skills, refine your communication, uh, work on your time management, and get yourself to a point where you can consistently recruit three to five brand new team members slash customers every month. That's what we do. That's what we do now. You know, we teach 20 different ways to create leads after the initial launch. So this is nothing new. This is what we've been talking about for years. And if you, if you cannot get to a point where you can recruit three to five new people every single month, you will never control your financial destiny in this profession. So anyway, I say all that to say this. When you sit back and look at the profession, like if I look at it, you know, in in like the 90 through 95 time period that we were talking about earlier when John Kalich wrote the book, The Greatest Opportunity in the History of the World, every company had people recruiting 5, 10, 15 people every single month. The best recruiters and every company were doing that every single month. And I'm not talking about, you know, launching a new business and you contact everybody you know and you bring over an existing team. I'm talking about six months, a year, two years down the road where you're, you're out into the marketplace, you're communicating with people that you probably don't know, and you're recruiting three to five brand new people every month. That's how you control your destiny. And back in the day, that was just standard business practice in this profession. Standard business practice, three to five a month. I mean, 10, six, eight, 12, every single month. Everybody I knew that was consistently working the business was creating those kind of results if they had the right skill sets, mindsets, work ethic, and time management. And anybody should be able to develop that, those systems with the right training and support and team culture. So anyway, there's this art, this uh, survey came out a few months ago. They surveyed 10,000 network marketers, and of that, 
that responded had had only been with one network marketing company. Uh, from this group, 71% had been with their company two years or less. So 38% of 10,000 people had been with one company, but 71% of them had been with that company for two years or less, which means, you know, 61.5% of network marketers that took this survey, and this is a good sample size of the entire industry, 65, 61.5% had been with more company, more than one company. Uh, 23.2 had been with two companies, 15.9% had been with three companies, 7% had been with four companies, and 15.5% had been with five companies or more. So those of you that bought into the false information, you know, propagated by weak leadership, such as poaching, you know, uh, if you think that people don't move from company to company, you better think again, because they obviously do. Uh, now, here's what I want to get into. 29.7% of the people have recruit, hadn't recruited anyone in the last 12 months. Almost 30% had not recruited one person in the last 12 months. 32.8% had recruited one to four team members in the last 12 months. So you're talking about over 60% of the people in the profession who are recruiting from zero to four people a year, a year. 16.9 had recruited five to 10 people, seven and a half percent had recruited 11 to 20, and 13.1% of the people had recruited over 20 people in the last 12 months. No one had recruited 50-plus people personally in the last 12 months. Now, if we just stop and think about that for a minute, five a month would be 60 people over the last 12 months, if you average five a month. Three to five a month, you know, three would be, what, 36 people. Okay, so what I'm saying is, Large sample size, 10,000 network marketers, multiple different companies all over the world. Nobody has developed their skill sets to a point where they can control their financial destiny based upon these survey numbers. And, you know, if you're not focusing five to 10 hours a week to build your network marketing business, uh, for six months and it, and, and you're, and you haven't sponsored anybody, why? Why? You know, I mean, if you're involved in network marketing and you're not you're not focused five to ten hours a week, why are you even involved in network marketing? Why are you here? Should you quit? Should you pivot? But if you're not making the effort. That's that's a whole nother that's a whole nother thought process. Is it fear? Is it lack of desire? Is it lack of belief? You know, is it your sponsor? Is it the team culture that you may not even have? Is it the timing of your opportunity? Because if if you're with the wrong sponsor, the wrong team culture, and you're with the wrong company at the wrong, wrong time in history, then you got to pivot. But if you if if you're with a a great company that's on an upswing, you've got a great team culture, then you have to look: is it is it fear or lack of desire? And for most people that are not doing the work are not getting the results. It either comes down to wrong company, wrong time in history, wrong team culture. You know, they're in a social club environment that does not inspire greatness. It caters to mediocrity. You know, as long as you stay on auto ship one more month, you know, you're good. We love you. Thanks for being here. You know, they're, they're, they're catering to the people standing in the stands and, and outside in the parking lot tailgating, not the people on the court playing the game. And then, you know, a lot of it comes down to fear and desire. However, for some people, 
They've got the right company. They've got the right team culture. Everything's in place to produce pro- progression, progress. And, and for many people, it just comes down to very poor communication skills and low business IQ. Poor communication skills and low business IQ. Now, honestly, in my opinion, the majority of people in network marketing have low business IQ, just being honest. But, and you can have that, but, but if you have poor communication skills as well, then there's a real good chance that you should just quit. You know, sell stuff on Etsy, you know, get creative, find something that turns you on, get you excited, get you up every day, excited about building that, that you can be profitable with. And that's my hope for you. Honestly, I'm not one of these, you know, stone cold facts. We got a better way, blah, blah, blah. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not. I love the profession, but, but hey, my commitment is to people that are focused and entrepreneurial spirited that are willing to do the work. And if you're willing to do the work and it's not working out for you and you've been at it for six months, then I think it's time to pivot. Now, with that said, in the last five years, I had and worked with one of the most socially awkward people I've ever seen. And he had terrible communication skills, uh, not the highest IQ in the world, and not the highest business IQ in the world, and not the highest emotional intelligence in the world. But he had dogged determination. And I worked with him off and on for several years. And I told him up front, I said, look, I don't think network marketing is for you. And I tried to get him to pivot. This guy hired me, paid me $5,000 for three hours coaching, 30 minutes at a session. And I told him, don't pay me the $5,000. You know, I think you need to, to do another type business. And he would not hear it. And he had dogged determination. And I've worked with him. And he's risen up to be one. He's at one of the highest pay levels in his company today. Now, this guy, honestly, I felt guilty. I didn't even want. He begged me to take his $5,000 and spend three hours with him, six 30-minute segments. And he said, Dale, you tell me what to do. You tell me what to read. You tell me what to listen to. I'll do it. And he did. And today... You know, he's literally like at the top of his comp plan, not the tippy top, but he's two levels from the top position in his comp plan. And I never would have thought that was going to happen. So, again, to thy own self be true, because determination can and the willingness to learn and really internalize what you're learning. uh can do wonders for the right people. You know, life is short. Time goes way too quick. Wistful regret is real. It's just real. You know, people get in nursing homes and think, man, if only I'd done this, if I hadn't done that, if this had worked out, if I took a chance here. Wistful regret is something that scares me to death, honestly. I don't want any wistful regret when I'm done. And But life is short, and some of you are with the wrong companies at the wrong time in history, and you know that. And you have an upline that is a lovely person but doesn't have a clue how to help people get to a full-time income. And my advice is just put yourself with a company in an environment that will inspire you to win, and then give it all you have. I mean, go for it. Give it all you have. Dream big dreams. Believe and and go for it. Because the worst thing in the world would be, daggone it, 
you know, I was there right in the beginning. And I know how it feels to be there when it could have been the second distributor in Herbalife. And I let that pass in the state of Kentucky. And I let that pass me by. I understand that. And but what would have been worse would have been to have joined and not given it all I had. You got to give it all you've got. You know, what did Art Williams say? All you can do is all you can do, but all you can do is enough. I love that. Man, all you can do is all you can do, but all you can do is enough. And you, but you got to go for it. You know, so put yourself with the right company, the right team, the right environment to win, and then just go for it. Just go for it. And if you're not willing to go for it, then why hang around? You love the products, but they're an essential oil or any company that's been around for any time at all. You can find them cheaper on eBay. Buy them there and just go ahead and quit. And then find a business model that you can get up every day excited and fired up to work on, to work on. Network marketing is the greatest opportunity in the history of the world for average people with above average desire to create financial independence. But it is not easy. And you must have the right mentorship and you must have a student mentality. If you try to do it with the skill sets and mindsets that you enter the profession with, you will fail. 97% of the people will fail. And if you succeed, the only way you'll ever duplicate is to find other people with the tr- with transferable skills. But this business is not about finding people with transferable skills. It's about duplication. It's about what can be duplicated. That's how real teams are built in the real world. And if... If if all that is too much for you, it's too overwhelming, Dale, I don't want to lead a team. I don't want, you know, then find a business where you don't have to communicate with people. You know, sell on Etsy or eBay or, you know, or do something else. Network marketing is not for everybody. Network marketing is not about a few extra hundred bucks every month. It's about creating financial independence. It's about replacing your current income. Once you replace your current income, if it's not 100000 a year, then work to 100000 a year, then work to $250,000 a year, then get out of debt totally, everything but your home, then figure out where do I want to live the rest of my life and take care of getting that situation taken care of. And you don't have to own a house if you don't want to. I mean, you know, it's up to you. But ultimately, you've made it in network marketing. You've really made it. You've really achieved the full upside potential of this profession when you don't need a check from your company to live a very comfortable lifestyle where you have enough money coming in every month from your investments to take care of all your living expenses And you can live a very comfortable lifestyle. That's when you've made it in network marketing. You don't have to become a millionaire in network marketing. But I do believe that, and I talked about this a couple of podcasts back, that if you're going to do network marketing, why not set a goal to become a millionaire? Because it's possible. It's possible. And when you dream big dreams, then time your time management kind of happens Naturally, the bigger your dreams, the better your time management. And again, I talked about that in a couple podcasts back. But, you know, failure is not failure as long as you learn from your failures and and pivot or adjust and just keep moving forward. Success is living your life working towards worthy goals, working towards them. Once you reach them, you're no longer a success unless you set new goals. So I respect everybody that's ever 
taking action in network marketing, join the company and taking action. I respect you more than I can communicate it. I know half the people peak the day they join. That's the height of their career. I think some people just like getting excited about the possibilities and, you know, they have their heads in the cloud. And then when they realize, well, I've got to go to work, it's like, okay, the work starts. I'm gone. What did Jim Rohn say? Anybody can get excited about lifting 300 pounds until they get to the gym. (laughs) Until they get to the gym. So I hope this message was not discouraging to you at all. I I really didn't want it to be discouraging. Uh, and But I know I've been around it too many times. I've seen too many people waste too much time even with the right company at the right time in history and the right team and the right product and putting forth the effort, but they just did not have the business mindset, the communication ability that they were ever going to be able to get anything off the ground. The only way it was going to possibly happen if they just got lucky and ran across a couple of people that could do it without them. And that can still happen for people. But uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't depend. I wouldn't want my future dependent upon that happening, especially in today's environment. It could, but it's probably not going to. So, as I said earlier, and I'm going to mention it one more time, and we're going to we'll, we'll end up here because this is really the most important point that I wanted to make here. And you have to figure out where you are and where you fit in this equation. Because for all of you, it's different. And again, you know, I don't. So if you are with a company where people are moving forward and progressing in the team that you're on, in the culture that you're being raised in, for lack of a better term, and people are progressing and they're sponsoring people and they're creating customers and they're moving forward, and you're devoting five to ten focused hours, very focused, every week, and you have the access to the exact same trainings and systems, and you've been doing it and working at it, and getting feedback from an upline, and you've been doing that for six months, and you're not sponsoring people or creating customers, then the odds are you need to you need to quit network marketing. Forget about it. It's not going to work for you for whatever reason. It's just probably not. But if you're putting the time in, and you're listening to many as podcasts as you can and learning as much as you can and reading as much as you can, you have to realize the odds are if you're with the wrong company at the wrong time in history, if it's peaked or if it's a ground floor opportunity that's never going to get off the ground, you have to look at the culture that you're involved with. Is it inspiring greatness or are they just trying to keep you hanging around and on auto ship? And you know that. You know the answer to that. And if you're with the wrong company at the wrong time in history and the wrong team culture, then it's not on you. You have to pivot and get in the right environment that will give you a chance for success. I hope this has made sense. Uh, I hope that some of you, man, five years from now, six years from now, say, Dale, I heard your podcast. I didn't like it, but I, I decided after hearing it, I'm quitting. I got out. And I made a pivot, and I'm over here doing this other niche business, and it's worked out perfectly for me, whatever that might be. My dedication always has been, always will be, to the entrepreneurial, spirited people around the world. Hope this helps you. Have an awesome day, night, wherever you are in the world. This is Dale Calvert, and we'll talk to you next week on another session of the MOM Success Podcast. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? 
At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, Wisdom of the Ages training, or answers to your questions.